Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Today we have a very special episode. Now I will introduce the guests who are in the studio and some of them just have one more guest joining over Zoom. It is coming to summer and this will be kind of very special episode and the last episode. So you guys who are listening, you can listen it on Wellington Access Radio and also you can watch it as a video we are recording on social media. So today my guest in the studio. I want to say the name and they will introduce themselves. Khadril, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Um, I'm Khadril. I am the secretary for the National Islamic Youth Association. Um, I also work in Wellington City Libraries. So I work amongst books and the community. Um, yeah, and I really enjoy what I do. Very welcome. A very talented young person, so we're glad to have you here today. And we had you also before, so you are a month, also you are a good time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Another guest, uh, Sahadin. How are you, Sahadin, today? Kia ora, Kajina. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Um, my name is Sahadi. I work with the Ministry for Culture and Heritage and the Communications, and I am Nia's social media coordinator. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to have you. Thank you for coming. And another guest who is joining us over Zoom. Noor, can you introduce yourself and how are you today? I'm feeling good to be all the way from here <laughs> in Auckland. Assalamu alaikum, kia ora, my name is Noor. I'm the digital coordinator for NIA. And I've just graduated from Auckland University from um, studying screen production and communications. Oh, that's great. Very welcome. Very welcome to all three of you and we are glad to have you here. So. Tell us, people who are watching and who are listening, what is National Islamic Youth Association? Tell us about the, like, the history, when established it, and who exists in the team, the executive team, and more, what you guys do. Yeah, um, well, the National Islamic Youth Association, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the first national association of its kind for Muslim youth in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I think we recognise the need for a national, a national voice for Muslim youth. Um, I think we needed, we definitely needed a network that connected all Muslim youth around New Zealand, um, you know, empowering them, giving them spaces where they can connect with others, meet like-minded people, meet people who look just like them and have this, you know, similar shared lived experiences, and um, really just to be able to give them some opportunities to grow as well, as well as to represent them at a national and regional level. Definitely. And do how is the response of the youth from Muslim communities? Are they joining this? Are they aware about the organisations and your work you do, guys? 
Yeah, I think I think so far very positive. We've had a lot of people jump on board and give their support. Mm. Um, we represent Muslims in New Zealand, Muslim youth, mm. and I feel like we're doing really well in that regard. Um, so yeah, I think it's reflective of the people who've joined us. Oh, that sounds great. And what kind of activities you do like for the youth, for Muslim youth? Yeah, there's like a handful of stuff that we've done. Yeah. Just we just we got just established just this year, so we are still very new. And unfortunately, because of the COVID situations, we haven't had the chance. We're meant to have um, our launch this year, but unfortunately, COVID got in the way. So we don't we didn't necessarily have any um, any physical um, events that we ha we planned for this year. But even though we've actually planned um, lots of meetups and uh, meetups over Zoom. Um, we had um, mental health um, uh, workshops as well, a mm -hmm. support workshop. Uh, we had, um, what else did we do this year? Mm -hmm. um, trying to go over the things. I think most of our work so far has been online because of the COVID situation. Right now we've been focusing we've been focusing more on the advocacy part. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. we haven't had a long, much time to focus on the connecting with other um, people face-to-face. -face. Most of the work has been through social media. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, and I think yeah, the year of COVID was challenging for all of us, especially for such a youth organization who started this year. So tell us more about like kind of uh, challenges you face it, which one of them the COVID? Mm -hmm. But is it there's any other challenges you face the response from our community or the partners or the funding, any other things in your way? Anyone of you can answer? Um yeah, I think with COVID that's probably our biggest challenge mm -hmm. because um yeah, we're really new but we really wanted to leave our mark and have like all these big events happening. Um inshallah we do have a lot more happening and mm -hmm. planned next year. Um but because so many of our things have, you know, aren't happening now because of COVID and then we had to really adapt how we work mm -hmm, yeah. um, and move to advocacy. Yeah. So one of the things we did was um, put a peti petition against racism at Wellington East Girls, an incident that happened. Um, and we've also, you know, done the mental health workshops. Um, yeah, a lot of adaption just had to happen. So we just had to, you know, work with what we had and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, lovely. Can you all tell us more about the team? Who are in the team and where are they from? Yeah, um, we've got a quite a diverse team. I think about a team of um, 14 at the moment. 13. 13? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh. A team of 13 at the moment. That's great. Yeah, um, very diverse. We've got um, one in South Island. We've got a few scattered um, all in Wellington and um, in Auckland. Um, I believe um, ethnically we were pretty diverse as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got yeah. a few couple of Asian members, of course, Kadro, who is um, Somali. Yeah. Um, a few um, people from... Um, Pakistan, yeah, Lebanon, Northern Lebanese. Yeah, I think we try to be as representative as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's very great combination. So, so the purpose you are having this organization when you started is to empower the voice of young Muslim youth. Yeah, yeah. So that's really lovely. How do you think that been received by the other organization or the wider community? Have you faced any kind of encouragement or maybe some other discouragement? What was the response? Were you analyzing it to now? How was the response when something like this come up to represent the youth? There was any objections or was it going more supportive way? 
I think generally we've had really good feedback come from the community. I think from a lot of the people in the community, um, they really do see the youth as, of course, we are the next generation. So they're really happy that, you know, what I've found personally is that people have been really happy to see this new wave of youth mm -hmm. um, coming to make change and really just coming to um, make this new space that never existed before for Rangataki Muslim in Aotearoa. Um, but yeah, um, did you guys have any other experiences or any other? Yeah, everyone I meet just give us lots of praise about what we're doing and what Mia's doing is providing a gap of providing a, a a place where youth can be come together as Muslims mm. because before um, the only place where you can celebrate your identity with other groups of people is usually in an MSA in the university but outside of that there isn't a space for Muslim youth and so we usually we are in a way scattered in pockets and small groups all over New Zealand and Mia is the only um, organization that is that is aiming to unite us all. That's great. And you said in your team you have kind of 13 members, but do you have like more, do you have like this organization based on membership, like the other youths who join or the yeah. 13 are just executive? Yes, yeah, so we have 13 executive members mm -hmm. and then um, anybody between the age of 16 to 30, 30 can yeah. join as general members, mm -hmm. um, which means yeah, they get newsletters, um, they can volunteer with us. Um, really keep up to date with what Nia is doing and anybody who falls outside of those mm -hmm. age brackets so under 16 or over 30 is a supporting member. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they can still join and support Nia mm -hmm. in other ways. Yeah. Okay, so my next question is to you, each one of you, about what are your hope, what do you want to see that from Nia, what to be, like what kind of change you want to see in the society? Let me start from... Uh, yeah, I mean, speaking from personal experience, I've always struggled with um, not having really one place to belong. Mm -hmm. um, I think if um, back when I, used, when I was in high school, if I was, if the NIA had existed, it would have been really, really awesome to have, be able to join a community where I can connect with people who have shared lived experiences, mm -hmm. who know the same struggles that I went through. And um, yeah, I think the main change that I'd really love NIA to make is honestly just to foster a community, a national community um, for Muslim youth across Aotearoa. And Khadra, how about you? Um, yeah, I think calling ourselves National Islamic Youth Association might be quite bold, but um, I, it gives me a lot of hope in some mm. ways because, like Sahadi said, when I was younger, it was really it was being Muslim is quite almost like you feel like an outsider in some ways, mm. especially when you try so hard to fit in and you mm. know you're born and raised in the society and it's really hard to find your footing. Um, so what I really hope near to accomplish is just give home to people who might feel like outsiders because as we try and be as representative as possible so I want people from all walks of life who are Muslim youth to feel like near is a home. Um, yeah, so I really want us to foster community like Zahadi said um, and create like you know comfort for young Muslims yeah. and a place to go. Yeah, that's lovely goals. And um, how about you, you know? What do you want yeah, to say? Yeah, um, same along the lines. Uh, I always say that as a Muslim and as also a person who's from the Middle East, West Asia, I want to feel all my identities belong here in New Zealand. Um, so I think identity, my religion, my religious identity, I want it all to feel like I belong and not be an outsider in any sudden, any, any, any aspect of being all, the, all these two things and more. And yeah, I really hope Mia grows to be a place where we can advocate 
and um, for people who don't feel that they totally belong, and also um, push for representation in media, in politics, in government, um, so people feel like they can work and see themselves in these high-ranking positions as a Muslim, as an ethnic um, identity. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's lovely. And staying with you, Noor, about identity. So before Nia or before, let's say, 15 of March, how was that challenges coming through as a young Muslim youth to you? Do you have kind of any experience? Was it positive or negative? Like, if there was any challenges as a Muslim youth growing up in Ottawa? Being from Auckland, you would think, um, being it being so diverse, you would think I'll feel a lot more comfortable being someone from an ethnic minority. But no, uh, uh, many times I would feel um, a bit nervous or feel like um, people think of me a bit differently, being maybe because I have a bit of a different twang, um, mm -hmm. maybe because um, I go to the um, have a drink with them after work that they might not uh, consider me in some certain roles um but um again and also being muslim there's also such a negative um associations um especially being women that you're oppressed and um and uh, i don't want to name all but yeah there's some some of them are so outrageous um and uh being from auckland even though people are more open to diverse communities, I'd say they haven't fully opened up and um, analyzed themselves until the events of March 15, where they actually looked into what stereotypes they've been ingrained in them, especially Muslim-associated stereotypes from the media. Yeah, and so do you see like Nia can break the hope and uh, building identity for Muslim youth? To make it straight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like having a national um, organization that represents Muslim youth throughout Auckland to um, Dunedin um, is a great start to do that. Great, right. thank you, Noor. And Khadro and Sahadin. Right. Sahadi. Sorry. Because we have Salahadin. Arabic, I think. So, is your name coming from that or different? Um, no, I think it was derived from Arabic actually, but don't ask me the meaning. I, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, because my no, you know, is, is it Salahuddin? Is it different than Salahuddin? <laughs> Oh, no. It's definitely different than Salahuddin. Oh. Salahuddin is such a famous, um, I, I believe it's a famous artist name. Um, but Sahari, you can't, it's Sahari. Sahari oh. is Sahari. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so coming to you, Hadra and Sahari, <laughs> about your identity things, like how much is important for you and how much is important for Nia, who created this national voice, to bring youth from Muslim communities across to each other. So identity, how much is important to you? Yeah, I think identity is really, really important, right? I think like having a, a sense of belonging, a place where you feel you can call home, a community that can, you can call yours, I think it's just also paramount to I guess just being who you are I think from my own experiences like you know growing up um, being born and raised here in Wellington um, it, is, it can get a bit hard it kind of feels like you're like, juggling you know, a few plates almost in terms of like you know who you are at home who you are perhaps at the masjid and who you are at school um, so yeah again like it is really important and it's definitely something that we do want to foster here 
in terms of um, within our work with Nia, where we're making this community, we're making this home, and we're saying, hey, look, we know your experiences, we have lived it, we know the struggles, join us, connect with us, and we're in it together. <laughs> yeah, um, what's yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree with Sahadi. Like, um, I think when you're young, uh, so the youth are target audience, a lot of that age group typically is the one that feels, mm. I think, struggles identity the most, because you're old enough to, you know, you're old enough to go to school and you see those around you and, yeah, it's really easy to feel very isolated. Um, so for me, I think Nia is what I wanted when I was 16, 17, yeah. 18. Um, it's just a group of people who look like me who are just making the big changes and fostering that sense of like home and community yeah. and doing the advocacy and doing the work and representing me, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think Nia is just what, what we all wanted when we were young. So we just want to be that now. Yeah. Uh, I know that. Absolutely. Yes, no, you want to add I just want to add to that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like as a kid in high school, all I wanted was to just blend in. Yeah. Yeah. And I had yeah. that mindset even gra after graduating from high school. And I just want, I hope Nia will be that uh, advocacy um, and voice of saying that it's okay if you stand out, it's okay if you wear yeah. hijab on your head, it's okay that you're the only one with a pita bread. Like, yeah, because I was always the only one with having like a peanut bread sandwich with everyone with like toasts and uh, people felt weird like, are you having show? I'm not doing lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I am. And I remember feeling so embarrassed about it, but I just hope now Mia would be the voice where people feel, will be confident who they are and how, from where the parents and ancestors came from and um, not want to blend in and be want to be who they are. Comfort comfort comfortably comfortably yeah. and com a lot of confidence yeah great thank you so on that i will jump in this time to Khadro about so what's your message to the young people who are listening so imagine yourself yeah. and now when you're young yeah. which is still, you are still yeah. young but what's your message to the audience and also to the Nia as well yeah i think I can only speak for myself, I guess, mm -hmm. but um, as a member, as an executive member of NIA, I think the message is like, we're, your, like, we're here for you, we speak for you, um, and we want Muslim youth, like um, Noor said, from Northland to Southland, to know that we're here for them, um, and we advocate on their behalf, and we really want to be the voice of change that they want to see. Um, we want to be able to go into spaces that they feel like they can't, so whether it's government or mm. schooling or whatever it is and yeah just be representative for them so i joined here because i wanted to see that kind of change mm. uh, so yeah that's what right. yeah how long you want to see yeah um what i want all muslim youth out there to know is that nia is here for you again as kadro says um we know that you have a voice and that you absolutely deserve to be heard um, use us, we use us as your voice. We will speak to you. I will speak for you and listen to you, whether you're you know, living in the South Island, North Island, no matter where you are, we're here for you, both regionally and nationally. We're here to, we're here to listen to your issues and advocate for you. So please join us, connect with us. We'd love to speak to you. Yeah, and we also create platforms. So we don't, we don't want to speak for you if you don't want us to. Um, we can create platforms for you to get your message out as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Lovely. How about you, Noor? And also tell us how the people can find Nia and how they can join. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the first question? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's how it's like, what's your message to the young people who are listening now? 
Okay, I'd say, um, again, you don't, every aspect of your identity should be seen, should be heard, and deserves to feel safe wherever you are. Um, and if you don't, there's an organization called NIA, you can reach out to, um, and um, and we're not just just a tool, we're also a community. So if you join us through, um, you can go to our website, nia.org, it's spelled N-I-Y-A, dot org and um is it dot org dot nz yeah we just launched our new website recently so yeah it's dot org dot nz um go on there and there's a um a membership form they can fill out and you can also uh, follow us on instagram and facebook where um we, we regularly update and post um stories and posts that's great, lovely. Thank you for that, Noor. And we will also share the website and thus we will tag you on social media so people who are listeners who are also following Christopher on social media, you can, when we share the poster, you can find the website of Nia there and click on it on their social media to join them. So we are coming kind of the end of the time, but I want to go through each one of you, give you a time and also ask you about what's next for Nia. Like what kind of activities or announcements you have, this mic for you, and just share what you want to share with all of Um Yeah, all I can say is there's a lot coming, a lot planned, um, and really watch the space. One of the big things we have planned is um, a really big writing show that's coming forward that I'm going to help create. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of fun things happening. So you just watch the space, I guess? Yeah, definitely want to re- reiterate that. Definitely watch this space. Um, definitely sign up. Um, once you sign up with us, you, do, you will receive our newsletter, so you will get updates on what's happening, when it's happening, and also what's coming. Um, so yeah, um, again, um, we've got some, I think, a, a writing show or exhibition yeah. um, upcoming. Um, we've got, I think, some future mental health workshops as well. Prepared. Videos. And yeah. some, a lot of some videos, some online content. Um, it's on its way, um, inshallah. But yeah, just connect with us. Probably. No? Yeah, so we're also having a vaccine advocacy video coming up and we're looking for Aucklanders to to come and join us. So we plan for the video to be fully multilingual. Um, So we're looking for people of different languages, people who speak um, Urdu, Bahasa, Somali, Turkish, uh, Maori, Samoan, Tongan. So we're really looking for a wide, uh, big range of um, languages to feature in the video. So if you're if you're an Aucklander, um, please go to our Facebook or Instagram. There'll be more information up there. Lovely. Thank you so much. Uh, we are coming to the end of the show. I want to just say a big, big thank you for all three of you coming to our show. It was a privilege to have you and hear about this great organization and your work, your Mahi. Keep it up and we are looking forward more to uh, host you maybe more in futures when you have more events and things like that so we can announce it in the social media and support it as a community so people can join. Thank you again and have a lovely week. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Um, this was kind of, we are ending this episode, great episode of season two. So you can listen this uh, on radio and as well on our social media. 
and follow our social media to know when we will start season three with a new programs and, and lots of lovely guests to join us for next year 2022. Thank you so much and also thank you for our sound engineering Hamid for on behind the scenes who is busy now. <laughs> thank you and have a lovely evening. program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.